When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Kind of Funny's MCU in Review, Episode 3. Week 1, we did Iron Man. Week 2, we did The Incredible Hulk. Now, we're doing Iron Man 2. Every single week leading up to Avengers Infinity War, we are going to discuss and rank all of the Marvel Cinematic Universe movies. You can watch along with us every Tuesday at 9 a.m. on youtube.com slash kindoffunny or podcast services around the globe, including iTunes. You can go to iTunes and search for Kind of Funny Reviews, and you'll get it there. Hashtag you some bullshit? MCU Do you have some review. bullshit? No. No? I literally, I just I caught it. I caught Greg's uh-huh. looking at me out of the corner of my eyes. And I looked over, and he was he's looking at that you. look. You like, do, you, do you have some bullshit? I was like, I don't Jesus have any bullshit. Christ. He said, I don't have any bullshit either. I'm just ready for Nick to do it. He's going to be <laughs> yeah. funny this episode. I'm going to rush this yeah, episode. It's going to be good. Crush this episode. Um, so as we do every single episode, we are going to discuss the plot, villain, action, comedy, universe building, and standaloneness of this movie, including the post credit scene, mm-hmm. talking about all that. And then we're going to, at the end of the episode, rank it where it falls within this whole universe. A lot of people have been pointing out some really good things of how we can make this show better, including starting off talking about the plot and what actually happens in the movie. Mm-hmm. And when we do the ranking to have more of a visual understanding of where things rank. We're not quite there yet. We'll Whiteboard. do the plot in this episode. Uh, we're making an image that's going to have all the rankings, but since we're still so early on, well, we it's don't easy. really need that. There's three movies right now. Exactly. You guys can extrapolate. It's easiest for, for us to understand. You're just you overthinking see? it. Cool, Greg. Get me a rag. Maybe any, your shirt. Just take we're off your shirt. We're going to make it look better than that. Did, and you, it's see come did you see marker? a best friend sent us a spreadsheet that he had built for us? I did. I did. That's right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I like it a lot. It's going to be a good time. And he's going to make something that matches everything. It's going to be pretty. Oh, so it's just going to be fucking Gundams. Gundam showing us how cool everything is. Hide one Gundam in there. Just at least. one. Just one. one. That's going to be great. Let's start with the facts here. Iron Man 2, released on May 7th, 2010. Now, interesting thing about that. Mm-hmm. I, I noticed you, Greg. I noticed you thinking, but Tim. Isn't that like two years after the other one? Yeah. You'd be correct. Wow, that's a long time. Yeah, wow. one year and 11 months after The Incredible Hulk. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, this movie, when you really think about it, is kind of the the birth of the MCU really being a thing. Where this is the, the first time where they're like, we're making a movie that needs to have a bunch of things setting up uh, the rest of the movies. Because, mm-hmm. you know, Iron Man 1 set off the MCU, but Incredible Hulk was just kind of there and like, how can we retroactively fit a bunch of shit in here? I think they did Iron a Man decent 2. job with Boom. With, with the, Hulk? Yeah. Impress the fuck out of me. Yeah. Um, but anyways, here we go. Directed by John Favreau once again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Budget of two hundred million dollars. The original Iron Man, one hundred forty million. So substantially more than that. Box office of six hundred and twenty-three point nine million. Damn. Making hand over fist money there. Mm-hmm. Really good. <laughs> hand over uh, fist money. Iron Man one five hundred eighty-five million. So we're starting to see that kind of uptick rise in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Before we get into the plot. What'd you guys think about it? Gut reaction. Wow. It's rare. And I don't know if it's ever happened, but it's rare. 
that Greg Miller is wrong about something. Really? Okay. Wow. And I remember being like, I hated Iron what Man. What did I two. fucking tell you? What did I tell you? Did you? Did you Whiplash oh. was a dumb thing. Damn it. And I watched the movie. I'm like, ah, oh, this is fun. This is a fun movie, as usual. I can only, like, recollect a few scenes where I was like, oh, this is kind of bad. But for the most part, I enjoyed it. I thought the humor was great. Uh, fucking Justin Hammer. Uh, just so phenomenal. I love Sam Rockwell. I yeah, think, I I thought he did a kick-ass job. And, uh, yeah, I again, when I first saw it, I knew, in my heart of heart, Greg, yeah. that Iron Man 2... Better than Iron Man three. We'll see how I still feel. I mean, when I'm, we not, get to I'm, I'm very gonna, excited to get to that. We'll point. see how I still. What do you feel. mean you're not gonna? But, I mean, I earlier. But I've, I've always been. Said that? No, I'm an Iron Man three guy. Shush, Since the time that we talked about it. Iron Man two on the Game Over Greggy show, I've been championing it, and I was shocked by, wow, it, it isn't as bad as everybody was yeah. saying. You know, I really enjoyed it. I totally agree. I thought the same thing about Incredible Hulk. Thought the same thing about this. I am shocked. This MCU interview is the best thing we ever did. I'm going back and like these movies. Not only are they not that bad, I'm like they're anywhere from decent to pretty damn good. Yeah, I'm happy about this. I, and I, if this is as bad as the MCU gets. We're in a good place. Well, we're we're not to Thor yet. We haven't been to the Thors, Thor one or but two. But that's next. I'm excited. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> now that'll be that'll be the real thing. I, I'm the same with you guys. Where I watch this, I'm like, God damn it, I'm having fun. This is a great movie. Like, well. Not great. great. Not great. Yeah. Yeah. But very enjoyable but good, movie. Good, right? And it has it has a lot of parts that I'm like, oh, they managed to actually rekindle some of that fun charm between him and Pepper Potts, him and and uh, Happy, Happy, right? Not Lucky. <laughs> yeah. Um, they had a lot of great set. I mean, it was just it's a fun movie, and I remember like now looking at that, looking at Thor, looking at Dark World. It'll be interesting to see if when we watch Thor again, we're like, huh. Okay, yeah. not as bad as I remember it because my because my memory of Thor and not to skip too far ahead in, into the week is that I I liked the dynamic but I remember not liking the action too much. So let's see if my prediction yeah. still holds true. On yeah, that I, I, looking back at this one, I wonder if it has something to do with what you're talking about with the, the timing that it was two years between these movies. Maybe I yeah. just I must have built it up in my head what I wanted from another Iron Man. I must have been ready for them to do a bigger story, I guess. And but now after we've had. Avengers and this universe yep. to come back and mm-hmm. see this is like oh this is just a fun movie written by Justin Thoreau weird I know yeah. I kept seeing that I was like why did Justin Thoreau write this and I and I I think I looked it up it's because he had written something that um that Favreau had worked on as well I forgot what movie it was just trust you him. Got that in any of your trivia no I can't remember. I'll, I'll look it up in a second but why yeah I guess is Justin they had... Thoreau a name who is he Justin Thoreau is a star of the Leftovers he's also Jennifer Aniston's husband he's an actor he yeah. was a, he was the cameo of the the guy the code breaker hacker guy in Star Wars when they go to Canto Blight Canto Bite Oh that's right he's the guy the real hacker oh, that okay, they aren't okay, able okay. to get with a little mustache that's Justin Thoreau He's mm. uh, Jennifer Aniston's married she found love yeah. that's great and, he, dude, and this man go ahead and google this pause if you want now. the best body I've ever seen of all time I feel like mm. they might be divorced now, This actually. dude's chest Oh really Yeah it's, yeah he either His worked chest with, is unbelievable He either worked with Favreau or, or Robert Downey Jr on something but apparently that was the get there but it's weird mm. it's weird seeing his name pop up I'm like oh maybe there's another one and I clicked on it no sure like, shit no, it's on IMDb it's him which is great that's awesome But Greg going off what you're saying about the the release of this, yeah. So this was two, almost two years after uh, Incredible Hulk, and then after this, Thor was a year later, and then from Thor on, there's two a year. That makes so good, this, good, good. Iron Man two and Thor, two at least two, at oh, least yeah. two. Some years three. about three. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. but you have to imagine, and if I remember the stories correctly, like a lot of that, like this, two years sounds crazy, but Favreau really complained about how rushed they yeah. were and how much meddling that that they did, like how much, how many times that Marvel was like, we got, we're getting it right, we're getting it right, like, we got something, you got to keep. That's why he stopped in. doing it. Yeah, yeah, he stopped doing. If you remember, Shane Black came back for the third one. Or came, Jennifer came in for Aniston still married to this nobody guy you're talking about. Nobody. Look, he's great in the leftovers, man. But Tim, I was. 
Gotta watch Shocked, because I, like I, I remember stuff. two things specifically <laughs> being bad, like the drone fight scene and then the final fight. And rewatching, I was like, that was not what I remembered it not at all. Exactly. At all. In my head, for the final fight scene between him and Gerwig, one of the things that I remember being like a stupid Guy Gardner versus uh, Batman one punch thing. Mm. Mm-hmm. And it like still wasn't like a great yeah. fight, but it was still, it wasn't like he just got clowned out. And not to mention that I was like, oh, I kind of feel for this guy. I like where his head's at, why he's doing this stuff. Yeah, villain wise, he was cool. And we'll get into that in a second. I do want to talk about the plot, but just to finish this point off, I. Uh, agree with you, Greg, with what you're saying. I remember it being like a one-punch thing. I feel like the way they killed him and handled it, or not killed him, but defeated him and all that was great. The one thing I still didn't like was that he is just in a giant Iron Monger suit. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, that was that was one of the things, too, that struck me. I was like, oh, man, this is literally Iron Man, where the first two-thirds of it are really, really fun, and the last part, you're like, oh, it's a little rushed. Were there, uh, just to clarify, sorry, uh, Justin Thoreau worked on Tropic Thunder. He wrote Tropic Thunder. Oh. That makes weird. a lot of sense. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense. So for the plot of this movie... Greg, do you want to give a kind of overview and we can fill in? Sure, man. Tony Stark is Iron Man. Guess what? <laughs> it's awesome. Brown it's Iron Man. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> give me the backing track to all this. <laughs> Gary Shanlin, he fucking hates Iron Man and Tony Stark. He sure does. And they introduce him to the MCU, which I which forgot all about. That's another forgot thing. About, I feel yeah. like rewatching these movies adds so much because you're like, oh, used. all those characters that you remember from I mean, the other movies. I mean, Scarlett Johansson's they were introduction. Yeah, totally forgot about that one. She popped up. Hawkeye? Cliff Barton? No, he's well, he not. He wasn't, he wasn't oh, in, this in the next one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I saw Thor <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, Jeremy Renner. I did extra credit. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Iron Man is Iron Man, and now the uh, United States in particular is trying to deal with that. What do we do with this guy? Do we want to take away the suits? You can't take away suits. It's my property. I've made world peace. Would you know is just calling on the thunder. It's like me when I'm like, nothing can stop, kind of funny. And then guess what? Andy's got a sexual harassment suit. Here and we it go. all goes down the tubes. Here we go. Uh, Thanks for picking Andy. Andy instead of me on that one. <laughs> oh, I mean, he's finally he's against doing, us. Yeah, oh, us. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was doing you. Yeah. Yeah. Still very much you are <laughs> very involved in this suit. <laughs> okay, that, I, I, that checks out. That makes more sense. I absolutely loved the whole CNN scene. Yeah. I love the way it was shot. It... It was just so like artfully done. The scene, the, you mean the it. Senate hearing? Yeah, just yeah. the whole yeah. se- like the whole hearing, and then it was they sec- would they would cut to it having the layover of like oh see oh layover like whatever you mean overlay overlay yeah, thank yeah. you <laughs> the other Chirons. reverse it yeah um, I loved the way all of that looked and uh, it's just like the cinematography just kind of kept you in there you know well and it was just cl- it's what we want all right Robert Downey Jr. being Tony Stark and being funny and turning around to Pepper Pots and not really and yes, her honey, being like, like no yeah I loved it. So plot-wise, then? Sorry, while that's all happening, he's talking big about, like, hey, we got world peace, don't worry about it, it's all because of me. And you know what that is, that's bad, that's bad juju, as the kids say. Mm -hmm. Jump back over to old Mother Russia. Mickey Rourke's there, and he's Russian, so okay, that's cool. (laughs) He's got weird hair, man. He's very Russian, though. His dad kicks the bucket, and Mickey Rourke then looks at some blueprints with his favorite pigeon. And he goes, (laughs) ah! It's actually a cockatiel. I know yeah. the difference. Don't yeah. worry, everybody. That's okay. Uh, and so, yeah, he fit his, it appears that, I mean, I'm just going to jump it all around. You know what I mean? Jump yeah, off. Yeah, I like His this. dad, of course, worked with uh, 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 Howard, Howard, Howard Stark. Stark. 
on the arc reactor that's now keeping Tony alive or whatever. But it's not doing a good job. We'll get to that later. Palladium. <laughs> Palladium. Very bad for your blood. That's good. That's a good yeah, Nicky Rourke impression. By the way, so he's got a chip on his shoulder. His dad's legacy has been hijacked by the Stark family. And he's going to take him down. And how's he going to do that? With electric whips. But we'll get back to that. Meanwhile, over in Tony Stark you guys land. Keep me, yeah. You guys keep me stock of all the things we have yeah. to get back to. Yeah. He's got palladium poisoning, right? Like I was just, really close to saying potassium. Bad for your blood. He's got this like fucking shit going up. He's starting to look like a Borg, and everybody's like, "Whoa!" But nobody knows. But we're all like, "Whoa!" As we watch it. That's so. Meanwhile. <laughs> It is Stark Expo, which is just the World's Fair, but only for Stark stuff. Mm -hmm. And he's got some hot backup dancers. And then, yes, I hear along, which is Jen was like, Did I hear that right? And I'm like, I stopped it. I'm like, I think you did. He has the best fucking entrance of all time. Oh, God, that was so good. That scene was incredible. In fucking credible. Him jumping out of the plane. It's actually not the best entrance of all time. It was up until Avengers. Do you remember when when we see him when he kicks Loki? That that we'll so we'll get to that. Well, I'm talking about why entrance in front of people. But I mean, oh, no, like, no, but I remember I saw that and the, I was like, I forgot about this, and then it got me super hyped for that that shot yeah. where Loki's fucking everyone else, and he comes in and just like destroys him. Forget it. Never mind. Continue. It's this fucking Star Expo. We'll recap to that. We'll get back back to that in a couple episodes. Uh, Sam Rockwell's involved around here. He's this guy. Well, he already showed up in the Senate hearing. He's trying to make out his own Iron Man. Everybody's trying to make their own Iron Man. God bless America. God bless Iron Man. They can't fucking do it. They're all fucking up and they're all terrible. I liked how he just pulled out his phone and like did this crazy hack thing. Yeah. It's like, well, so let me take over Tony the screen. Stark, yeah. That yeah. was awesome to me because Iron Man 1 had with their fucking flip LG yeah, flip right, phones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Finally, once it, it hits this movie, I'm like, okay, cool. We've we're caught we're, smart we're reaching tech that, tech that we're like, well, we still don't have that. Stuff. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah, here's that my really like glass cool. screen. Mm-mm. Yeah, I want that phone because it looks like the phone. It looks like an iPhone 10, but if you you can actually see through it, which is cool. I was like, that's rad. You'd complain that it'd be too hard to see. I complain about everything. That's why I want it, Andy. If I can't complain about it, it's not worth having. Good point. So guess what's happening, guys? It's everybody's favorite French race, the Monaco, whatever the fuck, where people drive through the streets. Daniel Dwyer was there, apparently. Not not this year. You know who Uh, else was there? Elon Musk. Elon Musk. Did you notice that? No, they didn't notice the first time. Definitely. The Oracle guys there too. Yeah. Who I don't know, but they're like the Oracle of Oracle. I'm like, oh, I get it. And then Oracle's like sponsoring the arena and everything. Got that. Who else is there? Oh, I was gonna say Larry Ellison from Oracle. Oh, that's who he is. I was yeah. very shocked to see Eli. Elon so Musk the Elon there. Musk thing. I got a little share. Musk appears in the Monaco restaurant scene in Iron Man Two, and upon meeting him, Tony Stark remarks that Musk's, Musk's Merlin engines, which are the propulsion engines SpaceX uses on its Falcon series of rockets, are fantastic. Musk responds by claiming that he's drafting a concept for an electric jet, something that he actually started working on in late 2015. Of course he did. In addition to his cameo, Crazy Musk's master. SpaceX facility in Hawthorne, California, stands in for Justin Hammer's factory. In fact, the people walking around in the background are actual employees. See that the only that would be the only thing if I were Elon Musk that I'd be pissed about. I'm like, you gave me hammers, like facility instead of the Stark facility. I would rather my shit double for Stark, <laughs> but that's that's neither here nor there. I was kind of shocked to see it because my first reaction was, I didn't know Elon Musk was really a pub that public of a figure in 2010. Like I. I don't just, remember hearing about him until much later. Yeah, 2010, until like 2013 or something. Yeah. But it's cool to see that time capsule because you're yeah. like, oh shit, yeah, no, that's him. They just yeah. knew. They just knew what who's like the most Tony Stark people, right? Of sure, our, our yeah. time, it's him and that. Oracle He'd already guy had him. his hair done by then. But I also wonder. I, just let I, it go. I, this let is what I, dude. Let it go. This is what I wonder, right? Because like you look at Oracle, you look at Larry Ellison. I'm getting. I think I'm getting that right. Elsa Ellison. I don't know. I think it's Larry Ellison, head of Oracle. But then if you notice at the end, they're fighting in the Oracle arena as Oracle brandings all over that. All over. I'm wondering if they were one of the co-funders of the film, like if they're one of the financiers. Along with, along with, not Tesla, whatever. They were all credited. SpaceX and all that. Yeah. So I'm guessing they put some money in there. They were like. 
like, oh, let's throw. That let's arena throw does get blown up though. Yeah, but <laughs> I mean, it's just but the glass. saving the Good, day. They have a bad basketball no, it, team. Saving the day. Don't they get like fully blown up? That's not a real arena, though, is it? Oracle Arena is where the Warriors play. Well, yeah, but, but that's, that's not that like arena. Oh. They call it Roracle because yeah, they're really loud, we're man. Not talking about that. Yeah, we're but talking like about that life. that arena in the show was fake. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> All right, matter of opinion. So now, while I don't we're at the Monaco races, who shows up but that hammer guy? We're just gonna call him Sam Rockwell from now on. Okay, and he's got that reporter from before, the Vanity Fair girl that he turned out in Tony. Stark had Again, a bad breakup with. Did, when I first watched the movie, didn't really remember her from the first one. Just because there's been so long in between right. Oh, two. I see what you're saying. No, yeah. I, totally, I remembered her. Huge crush on her. Um, yeah. They have some fun things exchanged, but while they're all bitching and being weird to each other and being snarky, Tony Snark, Stark slips outside, right? And then he he comes out in his Stark racing outfit. He's like, I'll drive the race car. Now, what why a, did he do what that, What a douchey move. Uh, he's going to die. Why not dying. live? Live for the yeah. day. His blood toxicity from the palladium poisoning mm-hmm. continues to increase. Mm-hmm. And what he's got is these little Hershey bars he puts inside his, his little yeah. thing, and they just they melt. And he's like, ah, Crispy. fuck, I gotta get this out of it here. It looked like when it. people and say, Don Cheadle's like, you got this in your body? Yeah, exactly. That did happen. That is a real thing that happens. That's good, Andy. Thanks, uh, All right. And then <laughs> Tony Stark's rubbing his racing all over the place out there. And he pissed off his driver. Very insulting to the sports Very car driver. Insulting. Felt bad for him. The guy spiked his helmet. Exactly. I didn't like Anger. that reaction. I no, kind of wish he just totally, kind of did that. No, that totally but makes guess sense. guess who's walking around the Monaco 5000? <laughs> it's none other than Mickey Rourke. Totally <laughs> out of place. Tattoos all over him, but he's in this like he fucking jumpsuit. He got fake jumpsuit. passports, man. He got yeah. true, fake everything. True, true, true. And he gets out there with his fucking electric whip, starts whipping all the cars, <laughs> Smashing shit out, yeah, yeah, which so was cool. fucking awesome. So cool. Him with the whips, him walking out, and his uniform kind of burning yeah, off of him. Cool. Like, yeah, that was cool. This that was a great scene. Awesome. One thing I could have done with one less, with only one of the the cars getting the cars hit. Like, like it happened too many times. Yeah. Man, I will say that whole scene for as cool as a lot of it was. God, it took me out of it in a way that Marvel movies usually don't. Where I'm like, you're trying to tell me. He's the, whipping fast the, the, enough to stop a car coming at him. Well, no, like, not that. Then he's just standing there in a really tiny little raceway, and all these cars are just dodging. Well, and shout stuff. out to his timing because those cars on straightaways are going well over 100 miles an hour, and like it's part he of his just like, boom, cut off straight. Well, he was at a turn, right? Tell you what, though, happy. What a great driver! What a great driver! We haven't gotten there yet. We haven't gotten there yet. Sorry. So what do we do next? Happy and Gwyneth Paltrow, they get on the raceway with Tony Stark's briefcase that we don't know what it is, and Happy drives into oncoming traffic with all these cars, they're just dodging, no big deal. Then he hits Mickey Rourke at one point and slams him into the wall, and that should kill Mickey Rourke. By this point, uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s out of the car, he's getting whipped. or He's trying, he's dodging the whips. Mm, dodging the whips. The, the whips that could hit cars going 100 miles an hour mm-hmm. can't hit this fucking man just laying there on the ground but I digress uh, he pins him against the wall should shatter his pelvis really fuck up his legs but he's fine he's rushing and yeah. so they make him tougher over there they, yeah. he starts whipping the car and then the suitcase opens up it's Iron Man suit oh we get in the suit we fight him we, what not, a cool scene that was we, so cool that was, yeah, that was the that first, was the first time, time we'd seen, seen something compact yeah. like that right yeah. which yeah. by the way we, we see echoed then later in the films with like the, hand gun, the ones yeah. that come at him and then the hand thing and all that stuff that, really cool. so yeah the first time we see a cool different use of the Iron Man suit and also this movie first time we see the iron man suit display out, right which, which is was, iconic. you know what i didn't pick up a little easter egg was that he had the original one that he had built in the cave but it said mm-hmm. like um, mark one v2 or whatever the fuck. no it said mark one but it said underneath it it said like um it was not not the original one it was like a, re, a like remake doing a, a remake yeah. of it yeah so he had actually gone through and like remade it or something like that i don't know if it was from the original parts or not but i had an, an extra little byline down there Pretty i cool. thought that was cool you- um and also happy and pepper pots in no rush to get out of the vehicle, 
and get away from this. Oh scary yeah, once man. he starts actually fighting yeah, Iron Man, just, they gotta help. Yeah, they're just like, oh no, they didn't well, help. To be fair, well, yeah, he was, car, they just stayed. To be fair, he was slicing half. parts of the vehicle off. So every time they tried to go left, he like would slice left. No, but off at this right point, he, it's him and Tony, and they're just Four. chilling. They're like. Ah. Like they're just scared of him. Bro, it's like, they're screaming for a lot. Out of the I fucking love, car. I love when he refers to the suitcase as the football. Yeah. Did you catch it? Like, yeah. Give me the football. Give me the football. Yeah. Like the nuclear football. Yeah. yeah. It's great. So, Greg, I, I have a question here because this was one of the first times in these movies that I'm like, there's a plot hole that I want to discuss. Uh-huh. Sure. So, if we're talking plot, um, how the fuck did Mr. Whiplash mm-hmm. know? I'm going to go to this Monaco event because Tony Stark's going to be there. And you know what? He's going to drive a car. No I, I don't think I don't he knew that. I think he was just going to fuck up. He was going to fuck Tony. everything up and wait for Tony to yeah, show up. Yeah, to get there. He knew Iron Man would come Got out. Yeah. He, okay. knew, he knew okay. Tony Stark would be at the event. He didn't know he'd be driving. Interesting. Yeah. Cool. See? That's yeah. what this discussion there is. There you for. go. So there's this awesome fucking scene where the whiplash guy gets the thing around Tony Stark or the Iron Man suit. It's like, it's like, dude, and he starts pulling himself in. It's fucking badass. And they knock him out. style. You know? Put this motherfucker in jail. Kung Fu. The worst kind of jail, Monaco jail. Yeah. Uh-oh. Now it's a bad kind they of put him in there, and Tony Stark comes in just to talk to him. He like pays the guy off, and they talk, and it's one of those like, oh, you could you fucked this up, you could have made this stronger, blah blah blah. And then yeah, then what's he say, Andy? Uh, where's my boot? Palladium, palladium, palladium. Bad for your blood. He knows. See, he knows, and he says the whole thing. Tony's like, you failed. He's like, I didn't fail. Well, he says it with an accent. I didn't, I didn't fail. Because like, you know, now they see God can bleed or whatever. And yeah. now the world won't If you could see God, God bleed, would would you like it? That's not <laughs> what he said. That's <laughs> crazy. Yeah, yeah, really there. good, Andy. <laughs> so really Tony good, leaves. Andy. He goes back home. He's still dying. We'll get to him in a second. Keep that one on the back burner. Because mm, we're going to continue with old Mickey Rourke here, the Russian. He goes into his jail cell. And he gets some food delivered, and this looks like bad food. But then he picks up one, and it's a bomb. And he mm-hmm. goes, it's a the bomb. mashed potatoes are a bomb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And another guy who looks disturbingly like Mickey Rourke comes Same in. Same number. Same number on mm-hmm. his prison jumpsuit. Mickey Rourke knows what to do, and it's beat the ficking shit out of this guy. <laughs> Just fucking <laughs> beat this <laughs> motherfucker like, yeah. to death. Mashed almost. Kill him with Ex- a sink. potatoes. Damn. Good lord. Yeah. yeah. There you then go. Then he gets out of the jail cell. He puts it on the wall. They blow up the jail cell. Mickey Rourke kicks the shit out of some guys. But he gets out. Sam Rockwell's got him in in an amazing piece of understated thing. Nick, I'm going to come to you on this one. Thank you. We talk a lot about how sometimes people don't know how to handle a joke in a movie. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Case in point, Ghostbusters 2016. The whole movie. When Chris Hemsworth continues to rub through his glasses. Funny Mm -hmm. the first time, not funny when you continue to call attention to it. At no point is attention called to the fact that Sam Rockwell has those shitty fake tan hands. Oh my god, I didn't notice that until this one. Super brown orange because he's just been rubbing it on and like no one ever makes fun of it, no one ever references it. I didn't notice that at all. When he's talking to Mickey Rourke, it's like, oh my god, he's got that fucking tan hands. That's awesome. And I love that scene. I love that scene where they take the the, the hood off of him and it's the stark white hanger with like the Dom Perignon and like the jet in the back and he's like, hey, what's going on? Everything about Sam Rockwell in this makes me just He's continue so to love Sam Rockwell. So Not the least of well, which is when he does the fucking dance, and it's oh, such yeah. a good dance. Set to a song from yeah. John Favreau's uh, what's the movie? The Swingers? Swingers. Swingers. Oh, Swingers. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. We're, we'll get there because we're still, uh, we're still, wait, wait real still quick. the first 15th of this movie, guys. <laughs> Have they brought back Hammer Industries? I feel like one of the recent movies we watched. Hammer was in the. Netflix series somewhere. Oh, mm-hmm. he was. Yes. Oh, no, 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 just no. no. Luke Cage. Luke Cage. Then? I don't the know. new like of that shit. Judas bullets are made by Hammer Industries. Oh, okay. right. The okay. Judas bullets. And then he died. Judas, right? What? 
Well, yeah, Judas. You no, know, what? Who? Jesus killed him. No, yeah. no, Jesus didn't kill him. They, no, they no, no. I'm sorry. I'm thinking of uh, Mahershala Ali. <laughs> oh yeah, no. I, I'm with you now. I, know <laughs> where, I think we're in different one. books. Justin Hammer has not come back yet, but he totally should. But like the guys. name Hammer has come back to the yes. Netflix yes. Uh, shows. So back in Malibu. We got, oh, because the Saint Rockwell wants a Russian man here. And he goes, Rourke, where's my bird? To make, I want he my bird. He wants his bird. He wants him to make the suits. He make me all the stuff. I see your town. Yeah. Back in Malibu, bit. we got Tony Stark. Dying. Can't figure this out. He cannot crack this problem. And it's getting absurd. Like, the percentages are going up really quick. Really, really quick. And when really he quick. uses the Iron Man suit, it's supposed to kill him faster. And then we get a whole scene of him just using the Iron Man suit when he's drunk and fucking fighting well, Don Cheadle. That was a great scene. And he, no, no, and he has yeah, that hot yeah. moment with Scarlett Johansson where he's like, if you knew that this was your last birthday, what would you do? And she goes, I would do whatever I want with whomever I want. Yeah. And I was like, could you marry She's me? She's deep undercover, man. She's deep undercover. So deep. That was, yeah, that was, uh, I, I, I like that. And I like the scene where they introduce her too, right? Where she's supposed yeah. to be this like That's later. person from legal? No, I think this had already oh, happened. Oh, God, this yeah, already yeah, happened. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. She comes in and whips the, the shit out of Pappy. That, 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 that was pretty, that was a great scene. <laughs> yeah. Where are you uh, from? Oh, by the way, yeah. by the way, I totally forgot about this line, but it is the best line in any Marvel fucking movie. She beats his ass. Like, she gets in the, the ring, and Robert Downey oh. Jr. is staring at her, and he sucks on that water thing, and he looks at her, and she looks at him, and then back to him, back to her, and then back to him, and he goes, What? <laughs> that was a great moment. It's so I'm like it's so, it's so good. good. You could tell that maybe there was something else in there, but the editor was like, "Does this work?" And Favreau was like, "Yes, yeah. that is hilarious." <laughs> he said, "What?" Or he's like, "What'd you say?" He said something. No, no, it was what? Was it, yeah, what? I think it was what. Oh god, it was so good. I also shout out to this movie being better in retrospect because Black Widow. When I remember first watching, I'm like, like this is dumb. I yeah, didn't like the storyline or whatever. But now knowing everything and seeing her introduction, I'm like, this is really she cool. Has, I remember, I remember watching her choreography <laughs> toward the later end of the movie. So mm-hmm. 45 minutes from now, after mm-hmm. we'll get there. Um, hey man, I was given a task. I'm laying yeah, out. You're play by play. My other play big, play. big hanging question we'll put out there for the audience while Nick tells this point: Is DJ Am dead or alive? I don't know. Dead. dead. Uh, he's dead now. What happened? He died in the plane wreck with Travis no, he did, not. Wait, really? he did not. He did not. He did not. What? What? Travis Barker and yeah. Goldstein, which is DJM, were the only two survivors of the 2008 South oh. Carolina Learjet 60 crash, which killed the other four people on board. Oh, Goldstein hosted the 2009 MTV drug intervention series Gone Too Far, and he appeared to be struggling with his addiction during filming. On August 29th, or 28, 2009, he was found dead in his New York oh. City apartment from a drug overdose. The DJAM Memorial Fund, an organization designed to help people struggling with drug addiction, was launched as memory by his sister, and Iron Man 2, which was released in 2010, was dedicated to him. Awesome. Anyway, I didn't well, like that. Awesome that he's dead, but I, thank I you didn't like fans. that whole scene. The DJ I love scene? that scene. The it's whole, so uncomfortable. I, no, I, I thought... That's just, the whole point of it. What, him fighting like Don Cheadle? I, I thought, yeah, him fighting Don Cheadle was just incredibly corny. I just didn't... I didn't like, I didn't like the vibe Looking of Looking back at it, it again, like, just, the, movie, the movie itself has actually got a lot of complex, like, like plot lines happening, yeah. right? The one of where I think that, like, I, you look back and that, that whole scene is designed to be like, oh, dude, what are you doing? It's so uncomfortable. Purposely because people are taking pictures of him, and it's proving the op- like it's proving the point of the Senate hearing, which is like this person's not responsible enough exactly. to have this power. Right, but when um, you, I think when you look at it, the fact I don't that mind he the is dying, like he's dying, he really thinks these are this last couple of days, so he really just wants to have a good time. Like I think that all makes sense. I think that's why mm. these movies are so good because of how complex Tony Stark is as a character, 
And the fact that, like, um, and it, it plays into his alcoholism isn't a little bit. Yeah, too, and right? that's my oh, biggest yeah, yeah. regret with this movie. Not my regret, but the thing that I didn't like about this movie is them having to do the whole Palladium thing and all that. Yeah. It totally should have just been alcohol. Like he's, they, he's a party animal. Yeah, 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 yeah. they, they should have went deeper into he the alcohol demons, thing because yeah. that's a that's a Tony Stark. See, I like yeah, the, that's one of the best story. I like the Palladium thing because when you say once the, the problem with this is once you make a character an alcoholic. That becomes that character. That flaw. is his. But character. here's my they problem. Never he like the that's his character in the comics. But here's the here's the thing: is like I hear you, but that wouldn't be the Marvel universe we exist in in cinematics. Yeah. See, I don't know though because yeah, even no Iron Man one, he's drinking constantly. Sure. And if they just and even in this one, he's drinking as well. All they needed mm. to do was kind of like question but that. he's still the happy i mean like this is my argument that i'll be interested to see if it holds up after because i know so many people have argued not argued but hit us up you and me and talk mm-hmm. to us on things about like where i'm like the fucking iron man 3's ending doesn't make doesn't sense make and so sense, many people yeah. are like well what about this line and that line and i'm like interesting i'm looking forward to watching them all in i am also again. very excited to watch but it. also the fact that it just doesn't feel like the ramifications from the movies really uh, uh, reverberate out as much as they should and I feel like if you went here and you made him an alcoholic and he does have this dependency, addictive personality that, like, is a problem, then that would really skew the movies and who he has to be in the rest of them. Because right now, yeah. it's the fun kind of he's got – he has too much fun. Yeah. It's not like you got a problem too much fun. It's like he's the fun guy. Well, well yeah. I think the pol- the whole Palladium issue is that's the only way that he's able to reconnect with his father and watching that video and having to create this new element. Like, we wouldn't have any of that if it was only alcoholism. Like he, Yeah, I think so too. He needs to have that arc with his father of like, oh, Must my dad hates me. I never knew my dad. And then and he I, watches the video and it's like, and hey, Tony, uh, I like hope you're watching scene. this. Like, I thought that was a really cool scene. Sure. I like when he's like, I, I'm, I'm, uh, what is it? I'm restrained by the technology of my time. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I like yeah. that whole Dope thing. Dope as fuck. Yeah, I mean, I, like, I awesome. like that if you look at Tony's, Tony's sort of like uh, journey in the first one, it's from being that asshole alcoholic to realizing that he has a purpose. And in this one, he realizes that his purpose has basically been taken away from him because his life has been cut short. And that's his conflict in this. He's realizing that he's not... It's it. This is it. He's ha- he's yeah. hit the end of the road, and then once he realizes that he doesn't, there's re- there he is a good person. He just needs to find back to that. But I, shout I, out to him sitting in the donut, by the way. I awesome. feel Great I feel scene. like the, the other scene. side to this though that this movie builds on his ego isn't him building with his problem with his yeah. ego, and that Iron Man is becoming this. I mean, the whole intro of him coming out, flying in, having Sig- cheerleaders, being successfully privatized fuck, peace, successfully privatized world peace, and also him just being there. I'm not gonna say that I saved this. I'm not gonna say that I cured that. Whatever. Blah blah. It's like. That's fucking awesome. Then him walking with the the Obama poster or whatever. Oh yeah, the, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. this is art. Uh, with the, the Iron Man thing, just says Iron Man. It's all these things building into it. And I feel like that kind of could have worked with the alcoholism of that, yeah. with the ego and the party and all that. Whether or not take the alcohol out, because that's not the, what happened. Yeah. Um, I think that adding the ego stuff mixed with him partying too much, mixed with the Palladium mm-hmm. shit. There's a lot of really interesting stuff there. I had no problem with the DJ AM scene with him dancing or whatever. It, it's I loved that. that the, California love. It Let's just go. when he turns on the music and it's like play something for me when he's about Is to that fight. Drop Rudy, me a fat beat. I did. That's where it turned into emo Peter Parker fucking mm, Spider Man. Wow, 3. That's, that's, a far. Far. That's, that's a bit far. That's a bit That's where I just I was like, no, I, I don't like the vibe of any of this. I love the I'm drunk and I'm irresponsible and I need to be corrected. But as soon as it became a fight between drunk Iron Man and Rhodey. Yeah, it just it got. Really but I mean, I, I think that was all me. the setup to be like, hey, let me give you a reason for you to come here and take a suit. Right. Oh no, totally. Yeah, I, you know, and I like that's well, no, like that was, was his was, plan. Yeah, you know? no, yeah, it was that, that, and I like that too. I like that line where they're like, where he's where he's sitting across Nick Fury, and he's like, 
You mean to tell me that someone stole your suit? Like that's the thing that they, they can walked do. into your they house, your whipped house and your ass, your and suit. took the suit. Yeah. That's yeah. not happening. So I, clearly, he wanted. He was. That was his way of saying, yeah, "I'm it was dying." A cry for help. Rody, yeah. No, no, it wasn't a cry for help. It was someone has to be Iron Man. Rhodey has to be Iron Man. But I can't just give. I can't explain to him that I'm dying, which was the only weird thing about the whole thing. But I kind of, I kind of get it. He's too proud to say that I'm dying. He tried to tell Pepper on the plane it didn't work with a weird omelet. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think it was. Gross. You're going to carry the torch on. You 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 are the person to be the war machine or the iron the next Iron Man. Iron I love the fight that they had. The, really, I, I, the, the, between the two of them, with the exception of, and I feel like this ruins the scene to me where I almost feel like I'm not Spider Man three levels, but it was not earned. Don Cheadle and uh, Tony Stark yeah. having the the everything that they did in that movie. Don Cheadle, I love him walking out. And the first thing he says is the It's me. I'm here. Deal with it. And I'm like, what a great way to handle the Terrence Howard yeah, thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, fuck it, deal with it. I'm, yeah, I am me. Great. This is what it is. But I feel like he lost all the fun of the Terrence Howard isms sure. of the the first movie for the first yeah, third maybe. of this movie, or maybe not even third, maybe like almost half. The second half, he's a totally different character. And I thought well, he was a lot. Again, this character is just such a sliding, weird. What is he? Morally who gray. is he? And what does he do? And like, ugh. but I just feel like he was. I think way Don Cheadle's too, too much of a serious he's actor. Way too serious. So many of the times he's saying things, and like when he's in um, the Congress scenes, you know, it's like, oh, like you fit here. Like this makes sense. See, I see it the opposite. I see Don Cheadle's way goofier in the role, and I love that. I Let's, thought he had way better chemistry with Robert Downey Jr. toward the tail end of this movie than he did with Terrence Howard. Recast I mean, Jack I agree, Black. but it's yeah. just the tail end. The beginning, or it's Kevin like Hart. The, the, the character. Well, he didn't have much to do in the beginning other than try to steal that. He was like constantly that he had to be the serious person at the beginning because he was but, the one getting reamed. I mean, he was so serious, and then yeah. but that's why when he had to fight with Tony, it didn't feel like a fun buddy cop fight. Mm, right. It felt like this is way too serious compared to the backdrop of Tony having DJ AM play a fucking fight mix. Well, that's that's what I liked about it. It was sad. It was it was like it wasn't supposed to be a fun moment. It was supposed to be like, oh God, don't do this. You are two people that love each other. Don't do this. And it's seriously like Tony in the darkest part of his life. And you get that feeling. I think the reason a lot of people don't like it is because the scene was set up well, and that you get that feeling that this is a point of no return for them. If he does this and people film this, it's going to prove everyone out there right. And this is a bad, bad, bad thing that there's no coming back yeah. from. Which is I like that because in the Marvel universe there are those. They do have those ramifications, right? All of Iron Man three is like this thing was a fucked up event that fucked me up. And like, granted, yeah, we didn't really get back to whatever. But he was like, I was fine. Um, but I, I do like that they're they're not afraid to go a little bit darker with it. So Don Cheadle says that he tried to make the role of Stark's right hand man Rhodes his own, but eventually, and as he went on, he realized like, fuck, I should just go back to what Terrence Howard did. And that's why he's like, you can see it in the movie that towards the end of it, it becomes way more lighthearted and which and I like by the up. end. Yeah. I like him. Yeah, like, totally. what you're saying about it, I think rings true. Is the fight. I wanted to like a lot, but I never did. And I know this is a little, you know, weird to say about an Iron Man movie, but I feel like it's, it was just Rock'em Sock'em Robots. When you get down to, it's two people in their Iron Man suits punching each other. I'm like, where is the, what are the stakes well, here? Like, what's you, happening? You know what's also weird, though, is I felt like some of the suit stuff didn't look as good as the first Iron Man. Well, that's because, like we said last week, the first movie was the last time that it was uh, practical at all. Ah, uh, interesting. This yeah, this CG. looked a little bit more, um, I don't know if this was by, by uh, intentionally or not, but this looked a lot, the suit looked a little more plasticky in this one than it did. There's the a scene the that looked a lot more phenomenal to me where it's at the end where they when um, <clears throat> him and Rhodey, Iron Man and, and uh, War Machine are waiting for the drones to arrive and they're both talking there in the take sort the high of, ground. Yeah, take the, yeah. the big but gun it's just kills them. Yeah. But that scene was like I know for a fact because I've seen images of it like the only thing practical is their helmets and everything else is CG'd in. Yeah. 
And you could not tell the difference. And I, and I was just like, man, this really, looks incredible. I, I thought it looked so weird around where their like neck piece mm. connected to no, them. No, well, when they're talking, yeah. they're like the headpiece is all real. Yeah, but the oh, okay. but the CG is all their suit. Like, but, so the neck but piece you could was not actually tell the practical. Then I I don't know if it was the neck, yeah. but the head was absolutely yeah. uh, practical. If I if last time on the Iron Man MCU in review you hadn't said something to the effect of yeah, like he's only worn the suit once and it was in this movie or whatever. I wouldn't have I like rewatching this like when he's in the donut when he's sitting there with Nick Fury and I granted I'm not the most technical CGI guy I was looking I was like fuck this looks great yeah. like I if you would have told me he's in a real suit there yeah. I'd have been like oh yeah he's in a suit I think I, for, I love that scene so bad it's, so, yeah. bow, it's that song what is that song is it Beastie Boys no bum 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 and he's just like chilling with his glasses oh, on eating hungover <laughs> and that donut by the way we drive past that all the time yeah. we went out it's so <laughs> it's funny so good. it's weird too because that really marked a point in the movie where it, it felt like oh another movie's starting which like, is what you can tell you can start to see the hand of Marvel in that right oh, 100%. you can start to see the part where they're like wait a minute where what is, what's happening he's being locked in his house now by Clark Gregg's character and he's got to figure out this other thing that uh, that Nick Fury wants him to figure out, but clearly knows the answer to, right? Which is like, he's like, I think you don't know your dad as much as I do. Here's a case. Good luck. Or just tell me what the fuck's going on. Like, you clearly know something more than you're letting on here. Well, I, don't I, don't I think all he this. knew was that Howard Stark had left a riddle yeah. only Tony could solve. Exactly. Well, then why not be like, hey, your dad left a riddle only you can solve, and I'll point you towards some of the, you know what I mean? Like, course, it's not going to let you out. Well, no, Fury knows everything. It was just, it was very weird. Yet they let him out to he go like, steal the... He snuck away. The, he snuck away. He's In his start. Audi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. was parked out front. He just yeah. walked out. Yeah. Great scene like, with uh, getting the strawberries and the right. Mexican... God, no, I like believe that. in you. <laughs> like, I love that. <laughs> the culmination of the strawberries was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. You're like, allergic. I'm allergic <laughs> to one thing in this entire world. Like, I, I, I knew that it meant something. That scene where he was just like, there's that thing that the moment you see, like, oh, they're going to bring attention to this. He's like... Can I move this? It's really distracting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's such a fun movie. Yeah, that, that's, and that's it what was. puts this, I guess we'll talk about the rankings later, but that's still, like, I think it's equal to Hulk in terms of quality, but it's just oh, Robert really? Downey Jr. to me that, like, really sets it apart. I, I, think, it's, I think it's, a, I mean, we'll get to rankings, but I think it's above Hulk. Like, mm. in terms of, like, I just enjoyed this better. I thought the performances were better. I like the story yeah. more. Sure, yeah. I just, I don't know. I was expecting to hate Hulk a lot more, and I just, to me, it's just... Having the power of Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark, sure, just he's such a strong actor. Yeah, I was gonna say, sorry to interrupt you, Kevin. No, uh, I was gonna say that uh, Sam Rockwell also helps pick up oh, that torch yeah. because yeah. if it was just two hours of Mickey Rourke rooting in a fucking weird lab, it wouldn't be as fun as if when Sam Rockwell or I said, he's like, you put, is that a helmet? Is that because a helmet? Were, Can you try putting that on your head? He can't put <laughs> yeah, his head yeah, in it. Yeah, they were oh, such so polar good. opposite characters. Well, one is yeah. a cartoony comic book yeah. villain. That's the first time we've seen that right. in the MCU. And I liked that because it was so over the top. Yeah. But I liked that they were aware of that and him dancing and him just saying, he, he but, has that every one. Every time he says something, there's like three people that clap. <laughs> it's so <laughs> funny. It's he has so that good. one speech where he, like the monologue where he goes on talking about the, the ex-wife. Bullet, yeah, yeah, where he's yeah, just yeah, like, good. you know, when you bust a bunker and then there's a bunker underneath yeah. that bunker, and he just keeps going. He's like, it writes a book and then it reads you the book. It's like, holy shit, this is so. And then he good. stops and they're looking at it. And he goes like this. 
I mean, give me something. Yeah, give me something. I can't read what you guys are doing. Like a stove block over there. So, Greg, continuing the plot to finish this guy out. So, Pepper Potts, allergic to strawberries. (laughs) And on the way out, Tony Stark walks over and does the worst garbage can throw of all time. And there's like fucking everywhere. Which you would think if your girlfriend was allergic to strawberries, you wouldn't want to throw them all over the place. Are they dating at that point? Well, he kind of liked her. I mean, he kind of likes her, but they're not dating until the end of this movie, right? Enough to not kill her with the strawberry. But then he also... He also like tells her that he wants Carl Johansson. He's like, I want one. Can I have one? And yeah, she's yeah, like, yeah. no. We're like, oh, you can't blame her for that. <laughs> Anyways, Tony, we had kind of skipped over this. Had watched these tapes from Howard Stark. He looked like a dick. He he thought because he was he's trying to like figure out him. the riddle that is Nick Fury's riddle. Yeah, sure. But I'm saying he thought Tony, Howard Stark Howard was Stark a, dick. Like a dick. And so he Do watched these videos. Tony pops up in the video. Howard's drinking. He's and then he has a little message. Blah blah blah. We look at the thing. He looks at the the board, and then it's it's just appeared. This board has appeared that they've never cared, but it's dusty. So Pepper has thrown out all his shit, and suddenly that includes this thing. Whatever. Yeah. Why and it's there, and he there, looks right? at it, but he, gets, he as he eats, yeah. as he eats well, one strawberry, which he should have washed but didn't. But I'll let it go. He sees something in the board. Pedro washes them. Okay? Wait, I think that the board is there because the he's bringing back the Stark, Stark Expo. Expo. Yeah. It makes so sense. it makes sense. It was he pulled in the out video the old board. Stark Expo showed in the very yeah. beginning. Mm. Well, yeah, but I'm saying like, so he pulled out that old board to be like, I'm making this again. You know? No. Don't buy it at all. It it at no point do I think he pulled out the board because he's Maybe doing Pepper that. Somebody else was like, you know what? Well, Pepper plans everything anyway, so we, we assume Pepper pulled it out because she's one that ties him to his past a little bit. Just doesn't matter. There's a Enjoy board there. Hour. All right, everybody, who the fuck cares? We're running. Tony drives it home. We put it there. He goes home. Jarvis scans it. Look at that. Oh, we need to pull away the fucking bathroom. It's okay. Get a dope ass fucking Iron Man moment where he does the whole like picking and choosing, making the things happen. We get get this cool. He's got to make this element. He's got to create an element. All right, cool. He starts tearing up the house. Does it in two seconds? Yeah. Well, it took a while, but we get some awesome fucking shit of him in a tank top with his fucking thing and the welding goggles on. He's like turning. Get rid of the foliage. Yeah. Parking lots. Yeah. Buildings. Yeah, that's good. Dish that's the good. Stands. Uh, I like, um, by the way, this poor house. This stunning, <laughs> stunning house that has got to be it's worth tens of millions of dollars on the tip of Malibu. Just gets fucked hold up every yeah. single time. And also, I love that he never stops for help. He's got all these agents around that he can just order around. He's like, get down here and help me with this fucking wrench. But it's yet somehow in a half he a day, doing it. was able to like cut through and make a fucking particle accelerator in his house. It doesn't make sense. I love that. I love that in this one, they're weird. like, hey, we're going to give you a little bit more of this cute robot arm and like just to see if you can handle it a little bit more. Yeah. Like, I know you probably got tired of it in part one. Right. We're He's just going to give you a little dash of it yeah. and then never again. No. I like the movie. Wait, wait, <laughs> never again. We can get yeah. more of it in the he next movie. He makes a triangle. It's yeah. a new element. It's he puts it in his chest. Palladium poisonings over. Who? Hip, hip, hooray. Meanwhile, instantaneously, he puts it in. He's just like, and it goes away. Lots of power, yeah. Well, he's got the tastes like coconut. He's a coconut fucking metal. That's right. (laughs) Then it's Stark Expo. Mickey Rourke over at the Sam Rockwell HQ. He's got his robots ready to go because Sam Rockwell wants to make a cool impression. Sam Rockwell puts some guys in there. Mickey Rourke kills those motherfuckers. Don't worry about that. Kills them dead. Then it's time for the Stark Expo. uh, Sam Rockwell comes out. He shows off the suits there. Everybody's super stoked. Pepper's in the audience with ScarJo. Then uh, Iron Man comes in because he's put it together because Mickey Rourke calls him and he's like, I'm going to blow everybody up. I'm just a beat up piece of meat. And so then... He talks about the cycling. Yeah, you yeah. were right about cycling. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a good call. Good Iron Man shows up, tries to warn everything. It all goes fucking pear-shaped. These goddamn drones <laughs> are out to kill everybody. They're they got, everywhere. They got black and white screens. Their technology still looks five years Well, they're behind. not out to kill everyone. They're out to kill Iron, Iron Man. Man originally. 
And then, but then eventually they start doing all their stuff. All right. And then we see the cameo from Peter, Peter Parker. Parker. Was that really the cameo? Yeah, so here's that isn't the thing. It's not. But yes, they told, it is. They totally they came out. They, they read Cron. No, Tom Holland said it. There's a fake report saying Kevin Feige did. Kevin Feige did not say it. Oh. Tom Holland came out and said it. Feige did an interview after and was they asked him about it and he was like I don't know what I'm talking about but he was, <laughs> he was like yeah I guess because Tom they're like oh Tom Holland said this because Tom Holland said it he was like I just thought good it was on you fun. Tom Holland but it all make, makes sense they're in New York could have been him he would Why totally not? Peter would totally go to a science expo beg his totally. parents yeah. or Aunt May whoever's all, but Probably Uncle Ben still alive man I was going to say uh, Uncle Ben's awake. still awake. Yeah. I don't remember when that. they died and what the home did homecoming they ever go in the never timeline? It, but no. It's possible they could. No, no, maybe dead. his parents uh, left something down in a subway and that'll never actually be figured exactly. out. Exactly. The bunch of white spiders that are somehow <sighs> programmed to bite him eventually. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Uh, I thought it was cool. I liked that a lot. I mean, I liked it in the moment even. I remember back in the day when he lands and he goes, good cool shot, moment. kid, and flies yeah. off. Like Now to have the context of if that was Peter Parker and then how he would think of Iron Man and Tony Stark and see their relationship in Homecoming. Fantastic. Homecoming. Lucky little retcon there. Exactly. Uh, so, Rhodey, Rhodey's suit got taken over, by the way. BT-dub. Sorry, I left that out. And so oh, he, they also fucking amazing scene where they're looking at all the different weapons. Like, which one do you want? He's like, right, I'll take it. Like, which one? All, all of them. He puts them all on. So when we first see our, our, uh, War, War Machine, Machine as War Machine and not just like a fucking silver That's Iron cool. Man suit. It looks dope as it fuck. Look really cool. And he has his Red fucking eyes. cannons and has his stuff. Well, yeah, and I, lo- I love that juxtaposition between the two, right? Where War Machine is that like utilitarian, blunt fucking instrument I mean, of, in the the, of the military right and it's not there's no fire engine red on this it, it comes up but there's no there's no luster to it there's no, no shine it is just muted killing fucking machine. steel of killing I, I love that and I love this one shot where um he's he's got one of the arm machine guns and he's blowing up like half like he splits one of the robots in half and like the oh. grease hits the fucking yeah his face like blood it's just oh. a really cool violent scene um I, I I love that they they had answers for a lot of that. Well, I don't know about a lot of it, but <laughs> Iron Man uses the laser beams. Yeah, just cuts them all in half. Oh right, and my immediate thought was like, my immediate thought was like, should have started off with that, Tony. And then he of says course, that. Rhodey like, says, oh, one. why don't you lead off with that? And he goes, oh, sorry, I forgot. Only one is one. They pop And then the, yeah, they pop out. Yeah, that was cool. Carrie spares. Meanwhile, <laughs> before all that happened, <laughs> Happy and ScarJo they infiltrate Hammer Industries because they're gonna go stop Mickey Rourke's character. Right. They have is a fantastic Such scene. A great scene. Of Happy just fucking fighting this one guy, fist uh, back and forth. Who's gonna actually win? While Scar just goes goes fucking total She has that was the first time that I'm like, oh wait, the other side characters they could do some really cool stuff with that because they, she has that particular style of fighting that I don't I don't remember having seen prior to that where she's doing like the hurricanas yeah, and like yeah, yeah, flipping yeah. around very like very acrobatic moves Rey and then Mysterio. she has two things that she does Six that is really really that I was like oh my god I love this character she does the thing where she slides underneath the guy's legs and then fucking knocks his nuts like just rings his fucking bell and then as she's walking away the final guy comes up and she just maces his face yeah, 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 like, yeah, oh my yeah, god yeah. I'm done with yeah. this she also <laughs> so hung cool. a motherfucker yeah yeah she hung a dude up there was a lot of hanging this because like, that scene was like a little more like alright whatever we just saw it. but the scene where uh, it cuts back to freaking war, uh, uh, war, not war machine uh, whiplash and you just the see phone. the guy on the yeah, phone and two guys two guys just hang it's like holy shit that was dark that was dark yeah 
Um, so I, I love that, and then I love obviously he turns around and he sees them, and he's like, "Is that is that fun comedic moment where we're happy got him?" Day. And then he turns around, yeah, yeah there's and fifteen like, dudes yeah. dead. Yeah. One guy's like almost dead, and he's like, right. "Should I help that guy?" I don't know. So, anyways, yeah, now we got control, Iron Man, War Machine. They're tearing the shit up. We got these fucking drones going. They down arrest Justin right. Hammer. Yeah, they arrest Justin Hammer. Really? Come on. Ceremoniously. Yeah. <laughs> Very, by the way, well, I mean, it's just like, hey, I'm trying to help. Like, oh, he's there, and the cops. Like, it's just well, very I, weird. I, what I found interesting and I liked was the fact that, like, when uh, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow, Pepper Potts calls the police in front of him, he's like, "Don't do, da, da, right. like he doesn't like go fucking Obadiah Stane like, sorry, <laughs> you need to talk. <laughs> <you're talking laughs> like that. that was a weird element for me though, because I thought there was going to be one more beat with Justin Hammer, but no, he just gets put in handcuffs and walks out, and we never see him again. Well, I yeah. like. I thought it was going to be like a no, I'm holding you hostage kind of thing, and then like it was going to give Pepper an opportunity to like do something heroic. I just I'm don't think that's him. Yeah, that. that's yeah. not him. Yeah, that's not his character. I love his reaction I, of like, I'm fucking rich and powerful. What are you? Why are you yeah. arresting me? I love. Yeah. I'm a cartoon. Sort of, yeah, exactly. Or but, it, but actually, like, what he does is he acts more like. He would, where he goes, Oh, you're going to try to blame this on me and putting up a show for everyone around him. Like, I'm already starting my legal defense right now. That was not, that was kind of cool. So, yeah, all the leftover drones that you already said showed up. They tried to fight War Machine Tony. We get a great thing of there, them Ooh. arguing over who the big gun, over arguing over the big guns is. Then they talk about it being a kill zone. Then it's too late. They're there. Tony kills them all. Great. Whiplash, Whiplash shows up. And yeah, another iron fucking monger suit, but this one's got fucking whip, uh, the whips on it. Mm-hmm. And then he gets his butt kicked. Yeah. Great shot in that, by he the way. He doesn't actually get his butt kicked, also. Like, it's like zapped or whatever. It looks like he's going to beat them. Like, he's got them both on the whips, right. and it's just because they remember, like, oh, remember that? Remember that? Throw back to the check. fight. We can shoot We're our teams. Cool. Well, cool. Yeah, no, it's cool. Yeah. cool. Gave it part, you yeah. know. Um, I liked, uh, there's a beautiful shot in that, and it, it should be noted that, I, um, if I'm not mistaken, it's the same cinematographer that shot Iron Man. It's Matthew Libatique. There's a great shot where, as everything's kind of falling, they turn, and it's that iconic, like, we're, we're dollying back from them as they're kind of, like, standing almost back to back. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it's just the a beautifully cup. made just beautifully composed shot in this like tea guard, this Japanese style like uh, cherry blossom garden that I thought was really, really cool. And honestly, that whole scene to me Stunning. is the first moment in the MCU where it's like, oh, this is where dreams are made. The, yeah. This is the thing that <laughs> we fantasized cool. about yeah. when we saw uh, Nick Fury come out at the end of Iron Man 1 where yeah. it's like, oh, we're going to get to the point where it isn't just these. We're going to see them team up. Yeah. We're going to see Hulk's going to be in the middle things. of those motherfuckers at some and point. And it's just like that was like the first Avengers style moment where seeing them fight. Man, the choreography in that, I mean, it's we're real early in this fucking thing that we're doing but I don't know how many things are going to beat that fight scene because it was awesome I'm was talking really specifically pre-whiplash but sure. uh, it was so amazing the choreography seeing them go seeing them fucking tear into people seeing how Iron Man and War Machine fought differently based on their suits like that stuff was great and then yeah just all the dialogue because finally we're getting a uh, roadie that feels like roadie yeah I was like oh man yeah. so good that's fun so then whiplash is on the ground what does he say Andy Potassium, but yeah, he's saying that he, like, he hits a <laughs> button and all bird. the bombs arm up like they're gonna yeah, fall. Yeah, everything's gonna explode. And I remember watching this originally being like, Oh, Pepper Potts is so stupid. She's on the phone, this thing starts beeping, she stands that it didn't, it didn't. Oh, that's gonna say you lose, yeah, you lose. yeah. It didn't go on as long as I thought I remember it going on, but it then Tony Stark also just knows exactly where she is. Which is really Antonio, weird. Stark? Antonio Stark, Antonio Stark, <laughs> I meant and Tony Stark. Stark knows. I didn't mind that so much because I think we have it's just such a great scene yeah. where she's she looks over at him and they don't, they don't. 
like stay on the shot too long. You just kind of see him come from the fucking corridor, yep. stop just long enough to stop the inertia from like slamming into her body, and then boom, he's out. Yeah, and oh, I was like, that's so fucking yeah. cool. Awesome. It was so awesome. And then so everything cool. after that was awesome of them on the rooftop. The whole dollar. Oh my god, was we're like, yeah. I'm quitting. I'm done. This is over. He's like, right, yeah. behind him. The way that he's was... sitting, the way he's just like, I'm here. I got here first. Dude, that was so like, oh hey, actually, I've been here the whole time. Like it's weird that it's one roof, but yeah. That was hilarious. Which is exactly what you would yeah, do if your two friends that you knew liked totally. each other started making out in front of you. Like, I gotta fuck with them. I'm fucking. I gotta with fuck them. with these two. Gotta people. make it happen. Yeah, yeah. And then of course he takes off with the suit. Yep, takes off with the suit happily ever after. I'm keeping this. Yeah. Did, did, I wasn't asking. What did he say? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, something like that. Something like that. Something like that yeah. Crazy. Oh, wait, wait, really quick. A little stumbly on the flying too, because I like it because he's he's yeah, still, still new. I like that. I like they all. They're all like that though. When even, even parts with Tony with Iron Man, where when they have to stabilize himself, it is that sort of like it's not perfect. It's like it still literally, like, except for the moment you just commended them on, where in reality he would come in and just fucking pancake <laughs> her body, crush every bone in her ribcage. When it counts, <laughs> fucking champions perform. Her yeah. fucking blood is all over his mask. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, he came in, it was helmet to head. For some oh, reason, no. it's like the only thing that the only thing that can out. save her is strawberries. <laughs> Smear it on her face. Eat one of these. Eat one of these. <laughs> it'll puff you up. It'll puff you up. <laughs> the, the scene really quick when. Um, they're fighting, and the uh, Rhodey uses the ex-wife. Yeah, like, oh, that what? Was funny, what? Right? It was funny, but like, man, I hope someone got their money back from Hammer. Yeah, because that didn't that, do though, shit. <laughs> my thing is, I would have not liked that, or yeah. I felt like it would have been cheesy, except for the fact that we know Hammer's character so yeah. much, right, 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 and they right, had right. that shit scene sucks. building up yep. that weapon. Well, yeah. I was like, that's good. Hammer tech, this huh? This is the cool yeah, love baby. Yeah. 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 Um, and then the post-credit scene yeah. is Thor. Our first shot at Thor, which well, again. Uh, just the hammer. Yeah. Are, we we see Agent Coulson talking, like kind of investigating in New yeah. Mexico, which is why he had left to New Mexico. Yeah, early which on. they mentioned in the movie. Yeah, which I thought which was so cool. good. And yeah. again, it's weird shit where it's like watching the movie the first time. I didn't really pick up on it because why would I think about New Mexico mm-hmm. being a thing that matters? It's like oh, it's a throwaway line. But now with everything we know, mm-hmm. they did a really good job kind of fitting a bunch of this stuff in. Mm-hmm. And that scene actually in Thor. <laughs> Well, yeah, you see, straight you up, see, it's not even see, like a shop for this movie. Thing. Yeah, you see that circle, and then when we get back to Thor, they built the whole complex around it, and they're trying to figure out what to do with fucking Mew Mew. But I mean, the, even uh, that Mew scene, Mew. the exact scene, is in Thor. Yeah. No, I didn't. I, mean, I remember Phil Coulson saying, uh, "We we found it or whatever." Like yeah. it's identical. That's cool. It's fucking weird. I remember really cool. when this movie came out. I remember like that was one of the things that I was like, "Man, something incredible is happening." Yeah, like. Oh yeah, we knew that they were building the universe, and like, whoa, it was. But exciting. it's like that's fucking Thor's yeah. hammer, man. Yeah. And <laughs> like, it only, it only took him six more movies for us to actually give a shit about Thor. About Thor, yeah. <laughs> sadly. Was oh, it only man. six? No, it was a lot. Yeah, more. it was a lot more than that. <laughs> like, I just mean with the ones he was in. Oh, I liked him in Avengers. This is a long podcast. Yeah. That's true. It's a good point. Uh, let's see. Go, <laughs> hey, go we, on. Go kids wanted us to explain the plot point by point. There you go. Uh, a couple things. The Nick Fury. Yeah. Uh, his first real role in one of the mm-hmm. Marvel Cinematic movies. We've seen him uh, in the post credits of Iron Man, but this is the first time he really like was in the movie. First time um, played by Samuel L. Jackson, too. Not true. I was just trying to get uh, you. Yeah, <laughs> you've done your homework. But I mean, what a cool, fun thing about Samuel L. Jackson that's not necessarily for this movie in, in particular. But I don't know if everyone at this table knows. I'm sure some people do. But Nick Fury in the comics is white mm-hmm. originally. Uh, it wasn't until the Ultimate line. When Brian Michael Bendis kind of came in, made Spider-Man and was like rebooting all the stuff where he made um, in the Ultimates series, which was the event, the ultimate version of Avengers called the Ultimates. If you haven't read it, Nick, you should fucking read it. It's very good. Um, Nick Fury's there and he's black based on Samuel L. Jackson. It's awesome. So then Samuel L. Jackson getting that role, it's like perfect. Kismet. But when you look at Nick Fury in the comics, which came out in like 2002. 
He looks exactly like exactly Samuel L. Jackson. Like exactly. Awesome. Like so, so that's super fun. Also, didn't he get like a nine movie deal? Samuel L. Jackson uh, was promised that Nick Fury would be given more screen time by director John Favreau. Jackson almost didn't return to play Fury due to problems with contract negotiations, but secured a landmark nine picture deal to play Nick Fury not only in this film but in many other Marvel Studio productions. So there it is. That's how that all. And shout well out to earned. Samuel. Well shout earned. out to Samuel Jackson. Literally steps in the role and fucking knocks it out of the park from the get go. There's yeah. no ramping up his character. He's like, I am Nick Fury. You're like, right? I believe you. But how and would he say? Are it? you or I are you Nick Fury? No. Are you Nick Fury it. or are you Samuel L. Jackson? <laughs> He's Samuel L. Jackson. I, the time. He doesn't curse it. enough for him to. Oh I'll tell God. you one thing right him now. Him and Tony Stark. Tony Stark. I'm not joining your super secret boy band. Still one of my favorite lines. That's I love good. it. I love That's it good. so much. Um, uh, a random note I put down, and I, it really stuck out to me, this movie. The, the Incredible Hulk had this as well, and Iron Man 1, too, but this one, it really hit home for me. Man, I wish Iron Man had a theme song. I wish these characters had a fucking thing that you can relate to them. That's a problem in a lot of the MCU. In all the MCU, until we get to the groups. Avengers has a theme. Guardians has a theme. But like, if I tell you, oh, Captain America's theme, Thor's theme, Iron Man's theme. You're a grand You can't hear it at all. And it sucks because that's something the DC Universe. DC Universe knocks out of the park. Those characters have identifiable themes that they totally gave up on when it came to Justice League. But whatever. They built on them and they're there. We'll get to we'll get to that when we do the uh, the series where we go to uh, the cyborg movie. I can't we wait to the watch oh, the cyborg movie. Yeah. <laughs> movie on the way to cyborg. Not that many of them. Feel longer though. Yeah, <laughs> couple cameos. Larry King, St- Stan Lee Stan as Larry King. King. That was really funny. I like that, and I like that for a ch- like Stan Lee's got to be in every movie, obviously. But like this time, he wasn't just. Stanley or yeah. a guy. Well, he was Hugh Hefner in, uh, in Iron Man 1. But I see my thing with that Hugh one. Hugh Hefner like. Exactly. My one, and uh, maybe I misread that scene because you're actually putting an interesting perspective. For me, that was a misidentification of to- by Tony Stark. Hey, Hugh. And like the way he turns around, I never looked at that one. Oh, he is Hugh Hefner. I was like, mm. oh, he's Stan Lee. And Tony Stark just totally thinks it's I, Hugh Hefner. I moves. Thought Whereas that- this one where he's like, hey, Larry King, like he was being Larry King. Mm. I thought. In this one, it was a, a miscommunication because, like, the way he no. reacts to that, where he was like, "Huh?" No, I no? maybe, but it, yeah. he looked and wore right. But I, I think that like, Larry King, I like, thought that, like. that was the the joke there, but yeah. I could have it's misread amb- that it's situation. Uh, Olivia Munn, yeah, yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Forgot about that, right? Yeah. Like, oh, okay. And this was back when there was rumors that she was going to be Wasp, but oh. and now at she's that point, There was rumors good. about everything. Yeah. She could still be Wasp. We don't know. Bill O'Reilly, like the old Wasp. Oh that, yeah, Bill O'Reilly. Little, little oh yeah, well there was a whole bunch of anchors in there, which was right? which was cool. Um, and a little Easter eggs and trivia: about forty-seven minutes into the film, Tony Stark is shown looking at a photo of Ivan Vanko, who's uh, Whiplash, mm-hmm. being arrested. This is an actual media photo of actor Mickey Rourke after being arrested on drug charges when he was younger. Oh neat. Yeah, yeah so that's How a fun, fun fun little thing. Also, are we just in Easter eggs? These the Easter eggs. There's the Hulk footage. Mm-hmm. When yep, so uh, going to the universe building aspects oh, of this. Uh, Howard, Howard Stark introduced sure. in, this, sure. in this. in this uh, well, we, We've seen him recast, from yeah, yeah. but this is the first time we really see him. And again, when I watched this movie the first time, I was kind of like, okay, whatever. I get you're just Tony's dad, Walt not really Disney. thinking about it. Mm-hmm. But then you get to Captain America, and there's like, these movies are really fucking building something. That's yeah. cool. Uh, Black Widow's introduction, like we talked about. Nick Fury having his first real uh, thing there. And then, yeah, just building into the Colson being like, oh, the director needs me in New Mexico, leading into Thor, uh, Captain America's shield. What oh, a course. great bit mm-hmm. of him. To, this is you know exactly what, this what is? I need. And then just fucking put it under. So funny. It's weird that the shield, by the way, had like a structural integrity to it, like had multiple layers. I never caught that before. Yeah. I thought I it was just that. one piece well, of vibranium. Vibranium straight that they just up. painted. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, they're still. Well, I mean, like also that could be a not his shield. Like yeah, because the when they ones. give him the shield, right? Isn't it just it is that solid piece in first in first Avenger? I thought it was just. We'll have to find out in two weeks. We'll find out soon, everybody. Um, the Hulk new scene is the actual scene straight from the Hulk that we saw yeah. recorded last week, um, and then the Tesseract is in Howard Stark's journal. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, they, they drew that. The yeah. Square oh. yeah. they're working on that. Get in there. Touch Kevin's really face while I'm touching your face. <laughs> God, I have a cut in my hand from something. I have a Greg, what happened? Oh, no. Greg, a lot of people on the internet, a lot of people in this room, want to be part of the Chillin' with the Villains podcast. They have been saying that. And I'm fine with that. We can let more people in. But we have to make an even better Villains podcast. Okay. And it's just you and I, and it's rad guys talk about bad guys. Okay. All right? <laughs> perfect. So perfect. we can start the Chillin' with the Villains podcast right now if you'd mm-hmm. like. Uh, I guess everybody's included now. I would, I, I would, I would also like to uh, be in the Chillin' with the I don't know if my Well, that one's done now. Now it's rad guys talking well, about no, bad guys. Well, no, I mean, Chillin' with the Villains is like a not really inclusive group. Like, I would also like to put my name I mean, forward everybody for rad guys. Rad guys, bad guys talking about bad guys. That's guys. Follow uh, us right now on Twitter for rad guys talking about bad guys <laughs> at Ragu Bagu. Okay, so talking about the villains, the main two villains of this movie are Justin Hammer and Whiplash. Yeah. Oh, okay. so I feel like they were both comic, like uh, cartoon characters. Whiplash was like the extreme, like I'm bad, I don't care about anything, and My Hammer is the like. I'm a super villain, you know? Yeah. I feel like the Whiplash stuff, they did a pretty decent job of making it a believable thing of why he's angry with the whole But at the end, his dad was a bad person, right? And well, like, Isn't yeah. that what, like, Yeah, but I don't Nick think Fury he knew like, or cared about that. I think he just felt like his dad got the got raw deal. Over. Yeah, yeah, I know, but it's just, it's funny that, like... Plus in Russia, they go by a different set of standards. Yeah, and they're poor and so. dying and in a really, like, low place in Russia. Like, yeah. And he sees, you know... Compared to the Stark family and how yeah, rich and grandiose everything is. Yeah, he's like salty about it all. Yeah, yeah and I feel like they simultaneously over-explained all that and mm-hmm. under-explained the interesting parts. So I didn't really love that, but I loved Whiplash as a action centerpiece. Yeah, where sure. like he was fucking cool. Just weird hair though, man. He had weird very hair. weird hair. It was, it it was, was the blonde hair. streaks. What's funny yeah. is I remember it differently than it was. Here I'm like, okay, it's kind of like gray, like gray streaks. I think that's what they were going for. But I swear to God, my I'm glad I watched the movie again because I thought he had the same hair that Chris Kirkpatrick had from In Sync, where it was like shoelaces beaded, tied into it. Uh, I don't know why. Yeah. Did it not yeah. have shoelaces tied into it? No, because he looked like a pirate to me. Yeah, it was what weird. made it really odd and like not villainous is when he would put it up in the little hair bun. Yeah, yeah, the original man bun. Like he didn't look like. Like that didn't like exemplify what a villain is to me. But he like just that was his like, cool hacker mode when he had his little glasses was, on. There was also one was part. Cool. Uh, was of, that of, cool? There's like a couple that. different things that I saw in this, but the one that stood out the most was in like there's one shot of him very well lit where he's like out and his chest is kind of out, and you can definitely tell it's makeup that's drawing in his pecs. Oh yeah, it's weird. If you go back and look, it's it's one of the shots where he's like working on the drones. Mm. Very weird. I mean, I, I love how Mickey Rourke played the character. I just, yeah, it's cool. I. By by far, like Justin Hammer more. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah, I yeah. loved Whiplash's weapons though. Yeah, like they were really cool. They're pretty unique for what we've seen even going. I think forward. he's. The, I think he's probably the most. Um, as far as the actual like, because there's always like the intellectual villain, and then there's like the brute force villain. As far as like the brute, the brutes in this series, I think he's the best of the Iron Man series. Mm. I love the scene of him when he's walking towards Tony with the whips. And he's like aggressively with ground. And that yeah. was from that the was really that was one cool. from one of the trailers. Yes, God, and I just had a flashback to like watching the trailer for the first time and being so stoked for it. Cool. Yeah, it's really aggressive and like 
don't know, just monstrous. So, do, are the, so this is rank? our first dual villain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are mm-hmm. we ranking them as a team Separate, because or? they're in the same movie, or are they individual well, people? is this a first dual villain? Like, with Incredible Hulk, there was the general and But we didn't rank. We didn't put Ross on the fucking list. It was yeah. Abomination versus Obadiah Stane. I mean, I, I guess... Donor. Hammer shouldn't be put on the list because he's not a full yeah, villain. Yeah, I guess the Whiplash should be the yeah. villain yeah. Okay. of this. Just making sure I understood. Okay. Okay. Well, I don't know. I mean, Justin Hammer broke the law and got the bad guy he out of jail. killed people to get him out of to jail. To hire him. Like, that's pretty Yeah, villainous. I know, but like, what are the... Also, yeah. The thing that totally ruined mashed happen. potatoes. Think about that. They can't eat those mashed potatoes. I was bombing them. You're right, dude. That's true. <laughs> like, that's that doesn't point. ruin mashed potatoes forever, though. I say we put them together. Okay. Hey, man. Mashed potato, mashed potato. Can we take a quorum of the official members of Rad Guys and Bad Guys? yeah. No, don't don't is, try to get some rad guys on bad guys. Am I in this? Am I rad guys with... on bad guys? All right, right here. I guess we can include more, and then we'll have a new podcast next week. I liked the villains in this movie. I thought they were they were very good. Did you like them more than our previous? Exactly. Movies. Let's rank them. Uh, bitch. Let's rank them. Yeah, yeah, do it. Get bitch. off the fucking I, do I, it, bitch. Do it. Rank them. No questions. I don't know why I'm so fighting. I agree. I think that Tim Roth's character in Hulk. Yeah. Had a lot better of a character arc, and he was more interesting. Mm-hmm. I liked uh, Mickey Rourke and uh, Sam Rockwell just because they were more entertaining. That's mm. really the only reason why I liked them more. I I, I, I think that um, Mickey, uh, the oh, was Abomination was a stronger villain just because it was one that did the role of the two. Um, yeah, Tim Roth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, so I think he's a better villain. Uh, I don't like the abomination part, and but I equally don't like when he actually uh, when uh, Mickey Rourke puts yeah, on the suit the and suit. becomes Whiplash. Sure, it's just we still haven't it had feels more the same. Somebody who knocked out of the park on all on all on all accounts, mm-hmm. right? But I would say for me personally, yeah, it's uh, Iron Man two guys. Mm-hmm. Then I'm I'm gonna say it, Obadiah Stane. Then I'm gonna say is Obadiah Stane. I'm really? sorry, I, I like, just don't even feel right like now, really? just like he even, doesn't make sense. Reflecting like, back, I enjoy him more. He's a CEO who decided. Yeah, but, uh, I, well, he's a CEO who put on a suit. Listen, I'm gonna do that too. Listen, Kevin, you're missing the part where he talks real close to people. He's like, Toner. It was more entertaining throughout the movie. Even thinking back now, I just you know Tim Roth. All right, you know what I mean? No. He's he's a, he's a dead fish to me, and abomination sucked. Dead when he stick, man. Dead guy. stick. I've had a week know, to think man. about it, and Tim Roth did not age well, but Obadiah Stane continues to be great. I'll Just because he's fun. I agree with Greg on this. Tim Roth's like journey makes way more sense than it kind of does. Anyone else? So when, he's a one note guy. Obadiah yeah, Stane. especially Obadiah. Well, Stane. Yeah, I mean, that's, but are we, I mean, like we're having fun here. This is favorite yeah. villains. You know yeah, what I mean? I think on a, is it favorite villains? I thought it was best. I don't know what it is. That's why right. right. we need to figure out this villain thing because it doesn't worst? fit with the discussion. <laughs> are they worse? I mean, we're all just killing time until the best guy shows up. Yeah, spit on you. You spit on me all the time. Yeah, I'm not saying it's a big deal. In terms of action. I thought this movie did really good. Like the Monaco scene had some lulls in it, and but was it still kind was cool weird, initially. But was still yeah, very it was cool. like, yeah, it was a, a little cool too points. long. I think the Iron Man versus War Machine fight was, I think, not earned. Awkward. But like I agree. we talked about, wait, wait, which one? The, like the first? Yeah. Oh, okay, and then the yeah, Iron yeah. Man with War Machine versus drones okay. fight, fucking awesome. Awesome. Iron Man with the- War Machine versus Whiplash. All right, yeah. but weird. I really, really liked the Iron Man running away from all the drones. Initially, I remember the first time I watched this, I was like, "What a dumb scene!" Like all these drones, but like rewatching it now, I was like, "Shit, that was really fast. cool." It was choreographed like the, the well. choreographed, yeah, was yeah. really good. So I enjoyed that comedy. I thought this movie killed it, but mm-hmm. again, any movie fucking focusing on Robert Tony Stark Jr. is gonna mm-hmm. gonna do that. And Sam Rockwell definitely helped out a lot. So now the question: We've talked about all the other things. How does this movie stand alone? 
I don't think very well at all. Yeah, no, I don't think so. I no. think as we go deeper into these movies, they're going to stand alone less Why and less. Why are you judging them on the standalone basis, though? Everything. Because like going into this movie, I feel like there's so much that is just expected that you know, like his relationship with Pepper, who the fuck Pepper is, like all that stuff. Like it starts off, and it's like the him giving her CEO ship, and there's a lot of things that I'm like, wow, okay, we're getting the comic book character territory of there's so many storylines that's going on especially when they get to the point of now different movies starting here's the donut here's Samuel L. Jackson and there's a lot of I mean, different plot threads is going. Is it fair to judge it as a standalone or should we judge it as a sequel? I, you know like a I sequel think the movie to like, standalone fine like I don't agree I, th- I think what like it's hard for me to wrap my head around that these two have a personal connection she's his assistant but she does all the work she explains that I do everything while you're out there being Iron Man and then he gives I her think the Nick Fury part is what sort of throws it off. Yeah, I mean, don't get too caught up on the Pepper stuff. Well, that's it's what just, you were trying to say, sir. That was part of what I was trying to say. The other half is the what Andy's saying, and it's fantastic. But there's there's a lot of other a lot no, of shit that's that builds on that. But I don't know. <laughs> I felt like compared to the other movies, I think Iron Man and Incredible Hulk stand alone completely. This movie is the first time that it really feels like it's setting up a whole bunch of other movies. Mm. Yeah, I see that. Mm. I think it still stands fine on its own, though. It I can see it standing, but every fine. fucking movie sets hey, up a sequel. agree or disagree? Don't tear apart rad guys on bad guys. No, 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 Nick. Now it's time. It's time for the ranking. Okay. Now it's time. It's a long day. The really standings so far are Iron, Iron, Iron Man Hulk. 1, number one. Uh-huh. The Incredible Hulk, number two. Yeah, yep. sure. Where does Iron Man 2 Stand right, right in, in the middle. middle. Right yep. in the middle. I agree. Right in the yeah. Middle. Number two. Yeah. Iron Man no two is number two. No question about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, everyone agrees on that. So far, done. We totally yeah. agree on everything. Yeah. Next week is going to be interesting yeah. when we talk about Thor. Ride the lightning. Ride the motherfucking lightning. It was Thor. Colin. Colin. Ride the ride lightning. the lightning. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think that may be the first that. week <laughs> where we don't all agree. On, on yeah, where it plays. Right, but so before we go in there, and so I guess you've already watched Thor, you said? I've yeah. already watched it too. Oh, fuck, then forget it. That doesn't work then. And I will say, because yeah, I don't think you guys know what my, my thoughts are, were on Thor. Mm-hmm. I was totally wrong. And I think differently than I used to. I remember. That's good. I, that's remember good. I feel like that's our thoughts on a lot of these movies so, so here far. We go, here we go. My thoughts, having not watched Thor since it was in theaters, was when I left, I was like, no, that was a movie. That, um, it was a, I, I don't want to say it was a Marvel movie because I don't think we knew what that was yet. But I remember being pleasantly surprised because, oh, we got to, he was drinking beer and being a person for a while. And then I remember being like, when they marched down the street in their Asgardian wear, like, this looks so fucking fake. Well, yeah, the street looked looked really bad, but we'll get there. No, no, the juxtaposition of these fucking people in their plastic armor. Well, I think that was the point. Nope. No. I I, I, think make them look like jokes. I think when you rewatch it, you'll see that the street looks fucking weird. We'll see what we have to say. Yeah, Kenneth Branagh, an interesting choice of director for Thor. I mean, we'll get to this conversation next week. But thank you guys all for watching this. Let us know in the comments what your rankings are so far. Remember, please subscribe to this on iTunes. Subscribe to YouTube.com slash kind of funny. And until next time, I love you. Let us know what you think on Twitter. Hashtag MCU in review. And follow our new account at Ragu Bagu. (laughs) (laughs) And everyone have a mark. I'm not doing the vids unless if Ragu Bagu is taken. (laughs) I'm just saying, let's get ahead of this problem. Have a marvelous day. There it is.